What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out a lot. And if you haven't noticed already, we have released our own coffee. Yes, you've heard that right. We are now roasting our own coffee in collaboration with Top Tube Coffee. It's a single origin Ethiopia. So if you haven't checked that out yet, please make sure you check out the link in the description below. But anyways, let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode with the guest Ima Insec. And he's writing for Legion of Los Angeles and we chat about his time on Legion, all the way to moving up in the ranks with USA Cycling, NICA, the ODA program. He was a part of that panel, so we chat a little bit about that. But uh, anyways, let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode, and uh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Spot, a zero-deductible injury insurance for active people. Spot starts for as little as $25 a month, so if you haven't already checked this out yet, I don't know what you're doing. I know you guys are active, I know you guys are out exploring, and accidents happen. Spot covers up to $20,000 per injury, so that means if you're injured three times within the year, they will cover up to sixty grand that year. That year. So I know it sounds too good to be true, but all you have to do is go to croom.getspot.com. That is croom.getspot.com to check it out. Get your free quote today. It's easy as that. So croom.getspot.com. This episode is also brought to you by Twisted Spoke Apothecary. They're based here in Colorado Springs, and if you're in Colorado Springs, be sure to check them out on Garden of the Gods Road. They're cyclists. That's what makes their company that much cooler. They have CBD coffee, CBD kombucha, as well as just kombucha and cold brew. Yeah, they have some of the best CBD here in on the market right now, and it's coming from cyclists, so you know you're getting that high quality good product. I've been using it for the last 30 days now before I go to bed and I've been recovering great. It's been awesome. So be sure to check them out at twistedspokeapothecary.com. You can use code CROOM10 at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Man, what a wild week it has been here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. It has been snowing for the last two days and let me just say that the trainer rides have been somewhat unbearable, but luckily I have chamois butter, which changes the game completely. I'm a huge fan of the Euro style and that keeps my skin cool and protected on those long trainer rides. So I'm not chafing or pretty much struggling to sit down on the couch after a long workout, but they make five different types of product that is specifically made for you. And you can check that out at chamoisbutter.com. That's chamois, B-U-T-T-R.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. I'm sitting here with Ima Insect, and yeah, we're just we're chilling. It's six o'clock, and he's or it's six o'clock Mountain Standard Time. It's almost six o'clock. It's Let's five. Rest- yeah, yeah, it's five. I'm gonna restart that. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Coffee in Van Chats. It's almost six o'clock on in California. And it's almost seven o'clock here in Colorado. I've literally butchered this twice already. And he's having coffee, man. That's when you know you're a huge fan of coffee and van chats. But anyways, how you doing, man? I'm doing doing really good. Doing really good. Excited to be here. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. And and yeah, so we had you we had you on the podcast or the panel where like I was I felt like I was interviewing Donald Trump and Biden. And I was that guy in the middle that was like, wait, you're not answering the question. You're not answering the question for that USA Cycling panel. But uh, there was way too many people, I think. But it still ended up being a great podcast for for the people that wanted to hear it out. But I kind of wanted to bring you back on and let's chat about it. Like, you know, w- what feedback you've heard? What Did your opinion change at all? Like, do you feel you feel any differently about it? Um. Well, I got onto the podcast not to like, 
obviously be hostile and not like that. For sure. Um, I got onto the podcast to really like get questions. And the reason that I was okay with it being in a podcast format was hopefully that they'd be able to clear up a lot of questions, not just for me, but for everyone who listens to it. Yeah. Um, I think the podcast went well in terms of them being able to explain the ODA program. Uh, however, the ability to answer certain questions was a little bit um, tough. Yeah. I think sometimes for them, uh, not only that, I think which that, understandable, it was like, it was, there was so many people and people coming from all angles. So it was like, yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. There were a lot of heads in the meeting and it was just like, there's a lot of um, like people interjecting and giving elongated um, like responses that weren't necessary. Um, as for me personally, I didn't get a lot of the questions that I had answered. Um, and the questions that I did have weren't answered fully or properly for the most part. For sure. So I still have a lot of questions. Um, my view has changed slightly just given the information. I'm glad that it's not as like 100% as exclusive as I had originally thought. Still yeah, yeah. pretty exclusive uh, as to my knowledge because I wasn't necessarily cleared up. But um, I think it was very beneficial to have. And I think that Jim, having Jim and Rob and, and Jesse in, in a meeting and being able to come together and speak about it is huge on USA Cycling's part. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's just because of this platform, but like, I, you know, I've ridden for the national team and I don't think I've ever met a CEO. I met Derek Bouchard Hall, but like, I would never met Rob or I didn't even know what Rob looked like. So it was really cool to like, for him to reach out and want to be a part. I was like kind of shocked by that, but you know, who yeah, knows so was I. <laughs> I, yeah, like it, it, it threw me off guard completely. Um, but anyways, like for the listenership that doesn't know you, because I, I, I know you and your brother, like I think of you two as like, I don't want to call you like the little, little Williams bros because like, I, like I love the Williams brothers because of how tight they are. You and your brother are super close, right? Like yeah, super tight. You guys race together. You guys yeah. trained together. Um, yeah, so give us the backstory of the Insect Brothers, or just even you, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to make it as quick as possible. So my brother and I started riding bikes when we were around, um, let's see, like 11 or 12. Uh, he had started first, and I had followed a uh, little brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we started racing in Nika. And for those who don't know, Nika is this high school mountain biking league. It's spreading. It's in like 30 different states right now. And it's an amazing program that gets more high schoolers on bikes and in some more developed states, middle schoolers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had started in there and um, we'd gotten more into racing and more and more competitive and faster. Um, my brother decided to start road racing and um, ended up winning states and a couple other road races against some really big hitters um, and got himself on Lux. And then as a little brother, I again followed suit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we did a little bit of a balance of road and mountain bikes and eventually transitioned out of mountain and did road primarily. So, you know, the guidance of Roy and George, it was insane. Um, and to have the resources and the, um, I guess, like, just everything, like the, the entire environment was, um, was a complete game changer, something that we didn't really have on the mountainside yeah. that allowed us to unlock a lot more potential. So, um yeah, let's see. My brother and I, actually, we both did a lot of the same things as Junior. So he won the Junior Road Race um, State Champs his last year as a Junior. And then I did it the following year, my last year as a Junior. 
Um, and then our, our last years as juniors, we both did the Paris-Roubaix block and went to Europe to go race um, in, you know, like France and do Paris-Roubaix and stuff like that. Um, and then that's pretty much like the biggest chapter of our racing careers. Afterwards, we had left um, like high-level racing, you know, like where we're traveling to Canada and Europe and all over the U.S. and just did um, local races while going to college, which was great. Um you know, like as student athletes, my brother and I had have and currently do uh, value education. So we were going to school um, 4.0, all that jazz. My brother was taking a ridiculous amount of units and racing collegiately. So, um, yeah, we were just doing like jobs, working, school and bikes as like a fun thing. We'd be those weekend warriors where we go out with like five of our neighbors. and We just go ride for like three or four hours, grab coffee, come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, my brother ended up, um, I guess this is, this is oh, we can talk about that later, but, um, yeah. So, you know, after that we had, um, yeah, I guess we've, we've been doing that up until now. I mean, I've been taking bikes seriously and not seriously. Um, I had left the sport like fully in terms of like, like riding mm-hmm. for like, six months last year just because I was working too much, school was too much, and I was trying to expand our coaching business a lot. So it was just, um, it was too much on my plate and it would be simpler if I just stopped riding and focused on like something easier that I can get a lot more like bang for buck for, you know, like running. Yeah. Um, you know, you pound out like a good 30 minute run, um, do that every morning before the sun comes up and, you know, like there's a big difference between doing that versus like getting ready for a bike where you have your lights, you have the winter gear, you have to make sure everything's charged and have your cycling shoes and all this jazz. So it's, it's just a lot easier to go run. So, um, yeah, all of that had changed up this summer when, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, COVID had hit and I was thinking about what I wanted to do. Uh, like, I think one of the biggest things from COVID was just everyone had time to just like take a breather because you're locked in your home. And for those who aren't working remote, you have nothing to do. Yeah. And you, you, you have nothing to do except think about what you want to do with your life. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, dude, um, I've, I've, we, I think, I think even if you are working from home, you're literally processing that on a daily basis as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, Justin had just reached out at the right time. I, um, I don't know. I just, uh, I decided that sure. I'd be willing to give Legion a year just because the coaching business was doing really well. Yeah. And I can do that as well as like, I wasn't expecting Legion to pay or anything. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll do this because I support the dream supporting, um, like everything that he's doing to bring, um, more opportunities in the sport. And, um, it's a really cool project. So I decided that I would ride for um, Justin and Legion for 2021 and then got my brother on board, which is sick. Um, yeah, so as of right now, like, he's working remote. He sells, he sells payroll. Um, but, yeah, he can kind of, like, control his hours a little bit so that way he can get in, like, a nice hour, hour and a half ride during the week and then um, just, like, ride with, um, you know, like, me or just by himself on the weekends and get a little bit more time in so yeah Sweet. That's no, no that's super cool so like the 
the Legion thing, like, and, and kind of, you know, cause like, I feel like there's this hole, right? And so what I want, what I want to kind of pull out of you and, and, and honestly, if it's, if it's too much, you can just be like, yo, let's just move on. But um, I think for a kid to have gone to Perrier Bay and witness that and to experience that and then come home and all of a sudden there's this, there's this like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm just going to kind of put the bike away. I'm just going to work. Like what, what made you go, Hey, I want to work. Um, because I think it was, was it your brother that was on a Volo for like guest riding oh. a stagiaire project yeah. for a little bit. And so like, what, where was the disconnect from like, Hey, you know what? Chasing the world tour dream is just not my gig. Um, and even, even chasing the higher level national team side of things. Like where was that at? Yeah. Um, so I guess this comes down to like our actual, like deep, like grounded philosophy. Yeah. We never really wanted to go pro, but you know, I was like, okay, we're in high school. We don't have to work. We don't have all these responsibilities. You should just take advantage of this and train and see like how far we can go. Um, we never really wanted world tour contracts just because one, I don't think a lot of people understand how, um, to put it politely, uh, rough, like being on a world tour team is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not for um, sure. Yeah. The racing is harsh. The management is harsh. Um, it's, it's just a really like competitive environment. And, um, in terms of development, it's like, a, it's a pretty harsh curve. Um, and I know a lot of people that get burned out very quickly and like it happens at the junior ranks, but let alone when you go to world tour and like, this is your livelihood. Um, my brother and I just decided we'd rather not do that. So, um, we had fun as juniors. We weren't expecting anything more. We were extremely excited to be part of, um, like the national team, which was, um, like a huge accomplishment on our part. And like, not just for like me and my brother, but for my entire family. Um, yeah. so yeah, after that, it was, um, it was kind of like back to the original game plan, go to college, get a job, work, stuff like that. Yeah. Right on, right on. So, so you're in college now, right? Are you Are you just working full time, uh, taking some time? No, off, but... yeah, I'm I'm working full time, um, cool. writing for Legion. But um, actually, I'll I'll talk about like he met actually. So he, the reason why he got onto Ebola was he was training like eight to ten hours a week, and then won collegiate nationals off of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then Michael Creed reached out to him, and was like, "Hey, do you want to actually just ride pro for a summer?" And Imeh was like, yeah, sure, it's just a summer. So he accepted the contract, um, but then later declined an actual full contract for the next following year, which would be um, 2019. He just, okay. He, he wanted to actually, like, go into work and all that. No, that's – and see, that's kind of cool to hear, you know? Like, you always think of the worst. Like, I've, heard, I've seen so many stories of, like, kids going to Europe, they come home, and they have no opportunities or whatever, and it's like – yeah. It's good to know that at least the opportunity was there for him to go, you know what? Like, I do want to work. Like, because it's always yeah. scary. Like what we said before the podcast, like uh, one of my goals is like, what, you know, I want to quit the sport on my terms, like at, yeah. at the highest level. Like if, if I, if I finish, I want to be done on my terms. Yeah. Um, and so it's cool that you guys, it's, it's insane to me how mature you guys are for how young you are uh, just coming straight out of the junior ranks. But anyways, that all being said, you're on Legion now, you and your brother. What's, what's 2021 goals for you, man? Um, so, you know, like we, it's our first year on the team. 
and you know like the squad is pretty heavy this year it's coming from yeah. like people like tyler williams like everyone like last year tyler williams was like holy smokes it's tyler williams and now it's a full squad of people like tyler yeah so it's, it's it's a pretty stacked squad um Iman and i like we're still like working and all this um and i i like to have fun and um like i train but these guys are just on like another level. So that's a whole on like developmental thing that needs to happen in terms of training to bring me up to speed. Um, Andy Meh, if he, if he chooses to go down that route, he's, uh, he still likes selling payroll and like deciding all of that. Um, But for me, I work remote and I can control my hours and when I work so I can work in the night. So I can work in the early mornings. I can control when I ride. It's a little bit easier for me to rack up more hours. Um, my goals for 2021 are to, um, let's see. So I know that I, I have a lot of mountain biking goals just cause I like mountain biking. Sick. Um, yeah. So I want to do well at a couple UCI races and at nationals and then, um, really for road, it's more so being able to support the, like the team in the pro races yeah. and then to, at like, uh, Tulsa Tough and at Boise to be able to do like the Cat One, um, the Cat One Two race, the race that happens before, and um, just win those. So yeah. um, do well there, and then and then be able to still help out the team in the Pro One later on that night. No, so it's cool. gonna be like it's gonna be pretty hectic. But yeah, because really there's two squads, right? So there's like a yeah. domestic elite squad, which is like I think Justin's on that. Right. Yeah, so like, the the domestic elite is literally just like me, Ima, Justin, just because yeah, it's it's um it's Can really he technically race pro nationals still though? Um so he can if he decides to move up and that's uh-huh. I think potentially the move that he's going to make. I'm not 100% sure. But um yeah, yeah like it's it's a full on like UCI team and then like domestic elite, so Which is cool. Like it's it's great and then they've created this women's like small women's yeah. squad but like it's pretty badass i mean kendall ryan and yeah exactly and the schneider sister like that's insane so yeah. um that's pretty dope that that's happening well well that's so that's kind of interesting to think about like and and i guess like off the cycling thing because you know i, I love i love justin man i think he uh, a lot of people are all talk and and that guy <laughs> that guy is it and so yeah coming to a team like legion i mean even like you can tell like not only are those guys talented but like you know ty magner and i don't even know tyler williams but uh even is it hunter grove yeah i don't even really know him but like those kind of guys those guys are coming in i think for for more of the vision than they are even the uh, the actual being like pro the, part of yeah, the thing like you the know result. and so yeah so what's your kind of thoughts on the vision of Legion and how do you feel like, you know, what's your goals to really push that vision and bring that vision yeah. into the sport of cycling this year? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, okay. So like my brother has this phrase and he's like, don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, dude, you could talk all you want, but at the end of the day, it's like, dude, your legs are going to do the talking. Sure. Um, or it's like, that applies to anything in life. Like, <laughs> My brother's really particular sometimes and he'll take note of someone who says that they want something and he'll actually remember and he'll be like, okay, did they actually change to like do that certain activity or not? And he'll be like, man, they're not about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you know, like it's the same thing. Like Justin does not 
does not talk unless he's actually about it. And everyone on the team carries integrity in that way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really, it's really interesting to see because you don't always see that in cycling. Cycling is a very like, dude, people love talking. Oh yeah. And, um, <laughs> it's, it's just really interesting to see everyone on the team has humility, integrity. They like, <laughs> they know like who they are and they're very comfortable, but they're also just like super understanding and um it's not just like a huge ego fest everyone's super down to earth and um like they they just know their they know their place for yeah. sure for yeah. sure no that, that's sick man and so so like kind of spinning off that and you know a little bit into you and in your job so you're you're a cycling coach um it's imperium right yeah and so tell us, tell us a little bit about that and like how that started. And uh, I mean, well, before we started the podcast, you said you're riding with the kids on the weekend. So it sounds like, it doesn't sound like you're just picking up a bunch of master's riders too. It sounds like you're giving back to the younger community and, and kind of feeding into what fed into you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said earlier, I'd grown up through the high school mountain biking league. Um, let's see. So Imperium started, uh, about like three and a half years ago, my brother had taken on a couple of clients um but it was more of like something we do on the side of kids that knew we were fast in the area and just wanted to get a little bit faster mm-hmm. um we had done a lot of reading and are certified but we just never really did anything with it i mean yeah um it's not like like we were avidly looking for athletes it was more like people would just come to us mm-hmm. um but then you know like his athletes started getting faster and then um ethan vianeda came to me and we started working together and he just like blossomed, uh, like had a huge breakout season, um, ended up being able to bridge a massive gap and go um, all the way to getting second at nationals when he was not on the list of contention at all. So mm-hmm. it, was, um, it was like a really big year and we had bigger year, bigger goals the next year too. Um, so we met and I sat down one summer and we're just like, hey, we should probably expand this because it's really fun. He, got, yeah. he loves riding with the kids. Um, as do I, but for me, it was more like, um, I really like that it's remote Yeah. And, like in terms of like creating training plans and being able, I love like talking with the athletes and like, they, they tell me about their day, like they'll tell me about their teachers and their yeah. friends and it's, it's really cool. Um, and it's really developmental. So you see like, you, like now it's currently like I work with kids, I get to hear their voice change and like, <laughs> yeah, and I get to see them develop as like, you know, when they first started out, they were really shy um, maybe they weren't doing so well in school, but, um, they are looking to get faster and their parents wanted a good influence. So, you know, we'd work together and now, you know, they're doing really well in school. They have social life and they're still able to ride bikes and it's all possible just because of, you know, like having that role and being able to show them, um, you know, everything is possible. You just have to be really, um, dedicated and determined and, um, also understand that you have to have fun too. So, um, uh, that's we, awesome. we, yeah, we take a lot of kids that just like, don't know how to have fun on their bike yeah and you know like they're doing it because their dad's forcing them to do it and they don't even want to ride but um it's a it's a mindset shift so transforming that into like loving your bike and telling the parents like hey you guys you guys should probably chill out yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's just it's it's the developmental part that really does it for me so yeah no, dude, uh, that, that's insane and it's like it's crazy to think about too just like with with the whole um, the whole shift in kids athletics, like, you know, I was talking to Gus Morton about this, um, a couple podcasts ago, but there's no, for those kids, there's no, there's nothing after cycling. 
And so what's really scary is that, you know, you take these kids and you develop them and they go to the world tour, they go to action or, you know, and I'm just naming teams. I'm not saying that action like isn't a good team for, for, for this, but yeah, yeah. yeah, What I'm saying is, is that, you know, they, they, they make it to the end of action or the end of a development team or like in the pro ranks or even in the first Neo pro world tour, when you lose your contract, your social skills are fucked. You're like, your ability to just even market yourself are fucked. And I, I think there needs to be something in a team that can promote like, hey, this is how you talk to a sponsor. Hey, this is how you talk to people. Hey, this is how you write a resume. Like, you know, some of these kids have never folded their laundry because they've had a swan year and they've been on the road in Europe for years. And I mean, you've probably saw it on the national team. Like, for sure. <laughs> one season. And we'll not mention any names. I've seen it and being a part of the national team. Like, I thought that was the craziest thing. Like, you drop <laughs> you off a bag of... You cook rice. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Rice. Yeah, it's insane. And, you, and like, dropping off a bag of laundry at somebody's door, like and it gets cleaned and it's it's in your room the next day like that to me was nuts and so well well I get it hey we're here for high performance but there's some kids that that's always been a thing yeah and so it, yeah i think i think that needs to be a part of teams but anyways i don't want to keep you all night so i got to ask you one last question we ask everybody this on the podcast except for the last podcast and i didn't even think about it until i'm ta- talking about it right now um, cause I was like, Oh, maybe I asked him this in the panel, but I didn't ask the panel this. If you could have a cup of coffee with one person dead or alive, who would that person be and why? And, and how would you take your coffee? That's a big one. Like very big one. Oh, Shoot. Um, dang, the problem is that it's only one person. That's okay. It only needs to be one person. Oh man, let me think. Let me think. Let me yeah, think. like the Hoob Wapike team, they were they 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 they're the only people that have ever broken the rules, and so they picked the entire USA or the U.S. Postal Service team, um, and they wanted them after the whole lawsuit situation, and they, <laughs> and they wanted to sit down with them and have a coffee and chat and see what it would be like. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to think. Oh man, I really don't know. <laughs> you don't know anyone. There's not like dead or alive. Like oh, here, man. like I'm, I'm trying to think of. So, if I would have to go with somebody that has passed, um, like Ellen Noble did, Freddie Mercury. That was awesome. <laughs> that was cool. That was a good choice. Yeah. Um, man then, all right I'll, I'll answer it but it's it's kind of deep um that's okay it could be yeah. deep man this yeah. is a deep podcast yeah uh my dad that's cool man yeah no that's cool and so he passed yeah yeah how would you take your coffee oh man would you just ask him he doesn't drink coffee he doesn't drink coffee so what would he uh, have you'd no, you have the like white chocolate mocha frap you just, that's cool what, man. Yeah, he orders what everyone else orders yeah um Shoot, how would I take mine? Probably like a pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice, no matter the time of the year? Yeah, that's probably. Uh, yeah. Or like, uh, I'd say peppermint, but 
it's really only during specific times. Like it has yeah. to be, it has to be cold outside. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that means a lot, man. That's, that's super cool that you're willing to be vulnerable and share that with us. And, and, and we appreciate that. But yeah, guys, if you haven't already, please make sure you check out Ima and his brother and Imperium coaching. Uh, I'll put all the links down in the description below. So all you have to do is go check that out, hit the follow buttons for them, and then pass that. Um, we'll see you next time, guys. Take it easy. Okay.